welcome to episode 15 of Cultured Bubs. I'm your boy Will, Drew, and we got Berg on the podcast today. Berg, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, not too much to say. I'm not too interesting of a guy. Oh, no, oh stop oh, it. If you need a couch, hit the boy up. I don't sell them anymore, but I can load it for you. Load um, it. My bad. <laughs> Check. I'll load it for you. I'm a shay friend. <laughs> no, I, I work at the Levin Furniture. I'm going to school uh, online. Enjoy music. Enjoy movies. Enjoy video games. Enjoy sports. The five movies you have seen in your life. The five movies I have seen. If you yes. know Burke, you know the kid does not watch movies or yeah. no movies. Never seen but he enjoys them when he does. Yeah, he well, enjoys them. I do them. enjoy a movie when I watch it, though. Yes. But you said you like music. Love music. You enjoy movies. Yes. Today we're going to talk about a music biopic. So My just favorite. coming out last week, Elvis... June 24th, 2022, um, Baz Luhrmann, the director, did movies like The Great Gatsby, um, Romeo and Juliet with Leo, Moulin Rouge, um, so a decent resume there. Um, great cast, Austin Butler, Disney Channel icon. Played iCarly icon. icon. Yeah, that's yeah, fair, you know, Zoe 101 as well. Um, <laughs> played Elvis himself. Tom Hanks was in this one, Olivia DeJong, Dacker Montgomery, Kelvin Harrison Jr. The big cast, but those were just a few to highlight it. Um, and I would say after one week, very well received. Um, Absolutely. Critics give it a 79% on Rotten Tomato, audience giving it a 94, and IMDb giving the usual 7.8, which like we always say, it's a between seven. a 7 and 8 on IMDb <laughs> is a great movie. <laughs> it's a 7. <laughs> but... uh. So we'll, we'll go, you know, piece by piece of this movie, and we'll break down our thoughts, what we liked, what we disliked, um, and we won't hold back. So we'll start with the upbringing of Elvis himself, um, the discovery, and, you know, leading to the tension. Um, so, you know, you got Elvis finding himself in the, about the first 30 minutes. You got his first show where the colonel's there, the girls go crazy for, you know, the, the hips. Um, then, you know, this leads to... Money's going to start rolling in. He buys Graceland. He gets his mom the pink Cadillac she's always wanted. So, you know, a fun start to this movie. Nothing really like high tension. It's just grow craze and buying yeah. what you've always wanted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your guys' thoughts on the beginning of this? Maybe I'll start with you. Um, the one thing that I wanted to highlight the most that I think really I was happy to see is, um, you know, the one thing that kind of people say a lot about Elvis is that, you know, he stole a lot of, you know, black people's music and yeah. you know kind of made it his own and never really gave them the credit the one thing that i really did like about this movie is that they really kind of showed that that's part of his like culture it's not like he was just stealing that from yeah. like, from those people right. you know he, 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 he took it because he grew up in that you know yeah I mean, that's that's one thing that i think was was important for people to see because a lot of people you know they know the controversy controversy they say that that was you know wrong of him to steal those people's music but that's just what he grew up doing yeah. you know? that's what he liked to listen to and you know, that's kind of what formed his, the way he sings, the way he talks, the way he dances, you know, it kind of, kind of formed that style for him. And honestly, where the country was when Elvis was getting big, mm -hmm. it needed to happen because who knows what <clears throat> rock and roll would be without yes, it happening. Absolutely. Because, you know, absolutely. unfortunately, times were a lot different and ch chances weren't granted. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Elvis, he, he... And it's not like when you say stole, that's such a bad term because right, right. you know he was friends with the people, every, right. everybody that he mm -hmm. took like used music from. Right. So I I will agree. I'm really glad that they showed that part of you know the beginning of Elvis and where a lot of his music came from. Um, anything else on the the beginning of you know um, where Elvis came from? 
Right. Um, nothing really on that. I guess I would just say that I was very impressed with Austin Butler's uh, his molding of Elvis's voice. There was times where I felt like there was no way that that was actually him. Like they had to have done right. Elvis's voice over yes. him. Yes, yeah. 100%. It was incredible. I mean, I don't think the likeness was 100% mm-hmm. there all the time. But I was very impressed with the voice. And I saw an interview that mm-hmm. said he mostly did like the young Elvis, yes, and, and like it got to the older, and they actually yep. had. And that, that's what I was going to mention is that the whole. I mean, every time that he was talking, that was Austin Butler, and yeah. even whenever he was young in the movie singing, that was all Austin Butler. Also, mm-hmm. it was yeah. only once he became like the Vegas Elvis that yeah. he started to dub. Elvis's actual voice on yeah, and, you yeah. Know, kind of blend it. So right. I thought that was very impressive. Yeah. Which was awesome. This was something I talked about with a buddy. Um, Randy Malik's performance in Bohemian Rhapsody, I loved it. Oh. But Elvis so. has that iconic voice, yep. and Austin Butler was able to mimic it mm-hmm. so well that it almost makes me think this performance outshined Randy Malik's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. But I... See, it's, it's hard because with, with Rami, he... He looked so much like Freddie, you know. And, yeah. like I said, and I'm not saying but that, Austin Butler. No, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't look like Elvis. I just like I just feel like it's, he's so iconic. He's so iconic. It's hard to it's hard to mimic that. And there were yeah. times where I felt like it just looked like he had like some plastic surgery or something. It looked it didn't look like it looked like a fake version of mm-hmm. Elvis's face. But I will say in the trailer when I was watching the trailer, I was like, that doesn't look like Elvis at all. Yes. Yeah. But in the movie, yeah, yes. I would That's say true. it looked a lot like him. I, I thought yes. they did a really good job, you yep. know. Because he also didn't look like, you know, the kid we saw growing up in Disney no. and Nickelodeon. No, right? no. Like, Absolutely. He not. looked like a completely transformed man. I didn't even yes. realize that's who it was until like I saw mm-hmm. like a TikTok saying that's who yes. that was because yep. of how much yeah. he changed for this character. But Drew, as far as the upbringing and everything between Elvis at the beginning and him getting Graceland and finally getting his parents in that right place... Uh, likes dislikes. So I really liked how they started off with Tom, like talking about Elvis's story. Then like you go to like seeing Elvis perform for the first time, seeing him getting nervous. Right. Then you see him as a kid going to that church and like mm-hmm. his buddies are like trying to get him out. He's like, no, he needs this. He feels God for <laughs> yeah. us now. Yeah. So please leave him alone. Right. Then like Tom like hearing about Elvis, like how his song was like popping and they're like, Who's mm-hmm. this guy? Right. Yeah. Is he Oh, he's not colored? Right. Like they were so shocked. Because, like, that was, like, different back exactly. in the day. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, you didn't hear people, white people singing that kind of music. And that's, I think that is a very important thing. Because, like you said, that contributed so much to where we're at in today's world. Because Elvis brought a lot of that kind of music to white people yeah. who weren't hearing it prior. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And seeing, like, his first, like, time performing, like, that kid, like, I forget what exactly he said to him. But, like, mm-hmm. he was, like, nervous, like, like right. breathing heavily yeah. and, like... Yep. He's like, and Elvis just boom like that, yep. like turn on a switch. When he and does just, the, you know, the, the yep. iconic Elvis. Right. Yeah. And just yep. seeing all the girls going crazy was mm-hmm. just hilarious. I mean, it's like you know quiet. they're like they're like, like ah! <laughs> and his mom was like, they're going to kill my boy, and his dad was like, oh, they're not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, I will say. One of my knocks on the movie is definitely in the first few minutes. It is all over the place. Um, it almost yeah. gives you whiplash. The the yeah. flips through the scenes. We were talking about how like it was just like cut, 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 like yeah. scenes to scene. It's it's a lot at the beginning, but it really settles down for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like my only knock with the beginning part. Um, I will say this is another hot take. 
I didn't think Tom Hanks was bad as the colonel. I just think that the casting was wrong. I think That's somebody weird. else could have been better fit for the character. Not That's saying that t- Tom yeah. Hanks took what he had and ran with it. Yes. He was right. a great performance. Yeah. But I think the casting could have been better. Um, I think I was talking with a friend again. I think Tom Hanks would have been better maybe as like the dad. I know it didn't have a big role, but um, I just feel like that was more of a Tom Hanks vibe of a character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with that. But not to say that Tom Hanks was bad. He was still great. Right. Um, right. I just think it was... He would have fit more as the dad. Yeah. Right. Or just an, another character in general. But nonetheless, obviously, you got to have that big name behind you because you're... Tr- uh, right. Nobody knows who Austin Butler is outside of, you know, Disney and Nick fans, kids right. our age. Right. And then, you know, Dacre so Montgomery right. is, you know, from Stranger Things. Outside of that, it was really a cast of, like, a Less lot of... Known. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people that are, you know... Getting their first big movie. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing I do want—you know—I don't want to. No, you're flow, but, fine. <laughs> uh, one thing that I don't want to comment on. This is a little conspiracy theory that I've been kind of like processing. I think that because I we talked about this right after the movie, I felt like the first like forty minutes or fifty minutes of the movie was very jumpy. It felt like there wasn't a scene that lasted longer than like you know right. ten seconds. It just felt like they were jumping around a lot. But I feel like, and maybe it's just because I was trying to prepare something for the podcast, but <laughs> I think that like that shows like the excitement that Elvis was feeling during that time. Like everything was, yeah. it was popping off fast. You know, yeah. like, he went from a, a, just a kid in, in yeah. you know, and, and just snapped and all of a sudden yeah. he's a sensation overnight. So, I'm not saying I dislike yeah. like the whole first 50 minutes. I'm saying the vague, right. the beginning yes. of the Vegas yes. flashing where they're like, yeah. where the signs yes. are spinning. Yes. That's where I'm like, man, I'm going to have a headache and there's yeah. still two hours and there's still two hours and 20 minutes left in this movie. Right. Hank Snow, then blah, 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 blah. And Elvis. Then yes. like it just, yeah. Continually yeah. got up yeah. then, and Elvis is yep. performing. And then yeah, and then as his career kind of started to slow down, it was you right. saw in the end of the movie it was longer, longer scenes, you know, ten minute scenes, yeah. twenty yeah. minute scenes, you know. So that's that's something I kind of cooked up. I thought it was interesting. Pretty good take. Yeah, yeah good Thank take, you. kid. Appreciate that. Appreciate but, um, <laughs> so this all leads to then you guys. You said his name, Hank Snow. He doesn't want Elvis on the show anymore. Um, he thinks that it's not good to look for him because mm-hmm. girls are throwing, you know. Clothing up on the stage yes, and, yes. Uh, you know, pulling him down, kissing him, all this, all that. And he's like, this is his last show. So this is where the colonel goes up in the Ferris wheel. He says, I'm not firing you. I'm leaving Hank. Um, and then we get, you know, the Colonel and Elvis show. Um, and that's where controversy starts to stir. So a lot of people are upset with how he's dancing. Um this is where segregation really gets pulled in the movie big time. Um, civil rights, huge back when Elvis was, you know, break, bursting onto the scene. And obviously with him being a part of black culture, um, it wasn't a good look for him because of the times. Right. It's crazy, you know, we look at today and we're like, it doesn't even matter. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but, um, Such a different time. It though. is yeah. so yeah. weird. So then you got people like threatening to arrest him if he keeps dancing like that, if he wiggles his pinky. <laughs> um, so then you get, you know... We get the new Elvis. Nobody mm-hmm. likes it. It's just him on stage with a bloodhound singing mm-hmm. Hound Dog in yep. a tailed coat. Yep. And then that's where we have the charity concert. And he says, but sometimes you got to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he goes crazy. Yep. There's riots. The, the segregation lines are broken. People are mixing in. Yep. White people are pulling black people and black people are pulling white people. <laughs> like, it was huge. Like, yes. honestly, like, everybody was just loving everybody because Elvis was playing right yeah. and uh then of course the cops had to get involved because that wasn't allowed right and so the controversy berg i'll start with you your likes and dislikes on this whole phase of controversy mm-hmm. leading up to obviously him being sent overseas but 
just like this this part of the movie where he was battling this. Yeah, I think they they represented it really well. I think yeah. that they did a really good job of kind of showing that it was in every aspect of Elvis's life. I mean, it was the way he was dressing, it was the way he was performing, it was the way that people wanted him to present himself and, and talk and, and you know act, and it was just you know it's to act when you've had something that's brought you to a point in your life where you're able to provide for your family like something's working right yeah but you know for them to just go in and ask him to switch this i mean that has to you know be such a like a hit to the morale yeah. you know um but i love the way that they represented it and like we were saying it's just it's so crazy to just look back and like people were wanting him in jail for shaking his hips on stage like that is the like that's crazy like if that happens, boy got back <laughs> it. yeah, and I, yeah when i was watching i was like is there really something you can arrest him on? it felt no, very um it felt very uh oh what's the movie I, i'm gonna be upset with myself that i can't think of the movie Footloose. Footloose, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So very funny. Yeah, like, like, they're going to arrest this dude yeah. for dancing? Like, right. Yeah, it was just, I think that it's, you know, you, you look at that and it's just such a, it's like, that. if that happened today, you'd be like, are we serious right now? Yeah. Like, right. we're kidding. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's just, but that was really Honestly, some people should be arrested for the dance business. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's me. That's me. If you ever see me at Barfly, that's me. I should be arrested for what I'm I can't lie. I'm the kid that hits a gritty at Barfly. I should get arrested. <laughs> oh, man. But. Uh, but yeah, so I was I was very uh, impressed with the way that they presented it, and I it's just it's just mind blowing that that's a real time in you know our history where people yeah. were wanting to arrest him for singing and dancing. I mean, it's just it's kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts. And me like not knowing that happened, I was yes, like, what mm-hmm. he. he He's getting threatened to get arrested <laughs> yep. or like sent to Germany for that. That's just crazy. But man, it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like you said, Berg. I think they played it out very well. Um, and you know, before that concert, they have the scene where he goes to the hangout with BB King, mm-hmm. which is played by Kelvin Harrison Jr. Kind of a reoccurring, you know friend of Elvis throughout yes. the movie, you know, the guy he goes to, it seems a mm-hmm. lot through, especially the first half of the movie, um, as like for advice. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the newspaper gets the picture of them sitting on the balcony and that starts a whole debacle. Mm-hmm. And I think that was all played out very well, but it, it showed, you know, like Elvis mm-hmm. didn't care. Right. He, he wanted to, he wanted to do what made him happy. Right. I will and say. that's kind of the theme of this movie. Yeah. Um, you see it a lot wherever there's, you know, a fork in the road. Elvis has to decide. He usually tends to go the route that's going to make him happy. Yeah. Yes. And we'll get into it more as we talk, you know, like the next phase, you know, his right. times with Steve Bender. But um, right here is where we first see that. Because, um, right. you know, the upbringing, yeah. that's all happy go. Like, everything's happy. Right. But this is where we first see the controversy between Elvis and his own thoughts. Yes. And he yeah. picks, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to listen to myself. What's right. good for you? And right? one of my favorite scenes is when Tom's like talking to Elvis and he's like, You ready to fly, my boy? And he's like, <laughs> Because he was a big Captain Marvel fan. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to Captain fly. Captain Marvel Jr. Right. Yeah, then he just started <laughs> yes. taking off with his career. Another, I really like that. Another little thing that I was very impressed with is, I believe it was Little Richard that was, that was like being portrayed singing in that club. Yes, yes. Phenomenal, phenomenal mm-hmm. uh Performance by whoever that I'm not sure who was who the actor was that was. Performing, I'm not sure but, off the top of my head. I mean, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal performance. And, and it wasn't just the baffled. singing, yeah. like yeah. the dancing, the, the yeah. dancing, you know, everything yes. about it. Yeah, I was, I was baffled by and that. And that's where we get That's where we get Elvis. You know, <laughs> yes. I'd love to record this song. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so going to the next phase, like you said, mm-hmm. getting threats to go to Germany. He gets sent to the army because he danced too much. Crazy, but it's not the worst thing. Two years. Obviously, the worst part of this is he does lose his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom 
drinks herself to death due to wor- worrying about him. Yeah. Um, but he does meet Priscilla, um, and then he comes back with the promise that the colonel is going to look after him, worry worry about him like his mom would, and make him a movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a lot of time with him in Germany other than, you know, the scene with him and Priscilla where they're so, talking yes. about yep. it. Um, what they do up in their room, which is listen to music and have somebody to talk to, which mm-hmm. is sweet. Um, but he comes back, and that's where we, you know, you get movie Elvis, and they're flashing yeah. some of those movies, you know, like Viva Las Vegas, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of a fun scene, but again, we we see right here the manipulation. Yes. Yeah. When his mom dies, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Come talk to the press. I'll, I'll be your new mom," which he, was so weird. So, yeah. <laughs> he just knew this is the time to yep. take advantage of him. Yeah. Yep. And I liked seeing that because, like, yep. you just see, like, I liked seeing great. it too because a lot of people that don't know a lot about Elvis. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, he had a great life. Right. Right. No, this movie shows like yes. he was manipulated as all get out. Mm-hmm. And his life wasn't really as happy as you thought it'd be. Yeah. Rich and fame doesn't mean happiness. It's just right. sometimes that happens to famous people. Like they just yeah. hang out with the wrong people and just right. they take advantage of you. Yeah. Well and it sucks because it portrays in this movie how much of a con artist Colonel at really yeah. was 100%. Yeah. You know, like he was smooth with his words, right? Yep. And it made him look like a good guy, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's what I really liked about this scene yes. here, especially the funeral, or you know, when he comes home for his mom's passing. That's where we really see, like, because you know, at the beginning, yes, he like talks to him on the Ferris wheel, but it's not like you know, high grade manipulation. This is where right. you first see, like, the colonel has a dark side, right? And yeah. that's that was one of the most infuriating scenes for me because it's one of those things where. I mean, yes, he like the colonel did help Elvis through that very dark time. Yeah. But what Elvis didn't realize is he was just sinking his hooks into him. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. like really like that was him like planting himself like with Elvis for Vampire the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, that, that's where it started, and yeah. it's very infuriating because, like I said, if you know Elvis' story, or, like you know, prior to seeing that this film, like as you're watching it, you realize like, okay, this is where it's gonna start. You know, like yeah. this is where it really is about to take off. And yeah. It was very like infuriating to watch that because you want you know you want the best for young Elvis in that time going through such a hard, uh, hard time in his life. But yeah, and I saw Austin. He was talking in this interview. He said, "I really related to Elvis because his mother died yes. at point three too. Yes, and that's just crazy. Like it just makes you seem he was literally born yeah. to betray Elvis yes. in a movie. Yeah, yeah. It was... and just seeing like him and Priscilla, it's crazy too. How she was fourteen. He yeah. was 24. Like, imagine that nowadays. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally Just would not different times. Yeah. <laughs> different time yeah. we were in. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> definitely different times. Um, that's the, that's another theme of this movie. The times are definitely a lot different than when Elvis was alive. Yes. But, uh, you know, like I said, comes back a movie star, and they're living basically in, like, Elvis land at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically, you know, Disney Studios, but Elvis. Yeah. And, uh... This is where we start to see like Elvis kind of like unhappy with where his career's at. Yeah, getting frustrated. You got, you got the colonel that's pushing things on him like, ooh, Christmas movie or ooh, Christmas album. Really all about Christmas. Right. Um, and then this is where we have our first, you know, heart to heart. And we see the true love that Elvis and Priscilla truly had for yes. each other. Yeah. Yep. Which was portrayed really well by both Austin Butler and I think Olivia DeJong. Absolutely. Both did a great job in showing like that, yes, they eventually split up but I don't mm-hmm. think they ever stopped loving each other yes. it was yeah. you know a different factor which we'll get into and like the scene progress. where she's walk, walking away Elvis goes do you still love me yes and that's yeah. when they that's when they separate but for this scene we we, right. we see the like you know she even says it 
do what makes you happy. Right. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. um, and that's when he, you know, he gives a little smirk. And they're doing the Christmas special. So, we'll, uh, but before the Christmas special, he goes up to the Hollywood sign. He's talking with Baker Montgomery's character, Steve Bender, which this is one of my favorite scenes. Because he says, where would you say my career is right yeah. now? And, uh-huh. you know, they, they, they're straight with and him. Yeah. Yeah. And they're totally <laughs> okay. So, uh, Get it this together. Is, this is where Elvis agrees with them. Um, and this leads up to the Christmas special. And instead of the colonel who's like, you got to sing, um, what, Here Comes Santa Claus? Yeah, Here Comes Santa Claus. Yeah. The white little scene, Here Comes Santa Claus. I promise. <laughs> and you got, you got Steve Bender in his ear singing, you know, put the leather jacket on. Yeah. Be Elvis. Yes. Um, sing the songs you want to sing. Do the hip twist. <laughs> and then, obviously, you know, it makes, you know, the, the sponsors unhappy. He comes back. And this night's where we see a little more controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Kennedy's assassination is on screen. The colonel's like, this has nothing to do with us, and this is where we get the iconic line from the trailer. This has everything to do with us. Yeah. Right. And he sits down and writes a song, and this is probably my favorite song from the movie. Oh, such a phenomenal. When they're yeah. expecting, here comes Santa yeah, Claus. So yeah. I love and, how they play them, where they were like focused on the Santa or and the they Christmas turn setting, and it's just Elvis. <laughs> yep. Hey, it was just yep. but, uh, Yeah, that scene, probably my favorite scene from the movie, that I would is, say. And that's arguably my favorite Elvis song. I, I, I love that song. It's yeah. such a phenomenal song and, and what it's written for and what it's written about and to see that incorporated into the movie in the time when, you ha- when you're when you seeing the Robert Kennedy assassination yeah. the Martin Luther King assassination. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're seeing those portrayed on, on the screen and then, you know, to have that kind of be what Elvis wants to sing about during yeah. that time. You know, when there's money on the table, he still wants to talk about what's right. important to him and what's important to his fans yeah. and the people of America and that's, I think really I really liked seeing uh, how Elvis was for the people. Like yes. He just saw the bigger picture yeah. of everything. And he wanted to give people a good show all the time. Yeah. yeah. He, he knew what was going to work. Yeah. And he wanted to give them that. Like with the dog, how yeah. like they were trying to do the new Elvis. Elvis He's yeah. like, that, that's the worst show I've ever done. Just like, yeah. 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 I think this is where you, you watch this part of the movie and you're like, man, one different decision. And right here yep. is where his life takes a different path yep. for the good. He probably lives forever. Yep. Um, and that's if, you know, he seemed to be on cloud nine. He's basically dumped the colonel. Yes. And then he gets a call that the colonel's sick in the hospital. And you're like, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this con man's going to find a way. This is how he's what, getting what did he say was wrong with him again? He said he had a heart attack, but it hurt his back or something. No, like he that. said, oh, I thought you hurt your back. No, it's a heart attack, boy. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah some kind of manipulation, yeah. <laughs> but then he he comes back, and the colonel's like, wait, wait, International Las Vegas is opening up. They need a headliner. They'll pay you, because he wanted to go worldwide, and right. Bender was going to get him there. Right. Um, and then, you know, he plays the shows, and it leads to, you know, him playing again and again. Five years, $5 million. Yeah. And we get, you know, if you keep him on here, we'll relief, we'll relief your debt. And that's yeah. what the colonel gets out of it. So the colonel's right. going to yes. try to... You know, because he's, he's for milk it. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's not in this for Elvis. He's in this to, you know. For himself and his gambling issues. Yeah. So this is where it really takes a dark turn in the movie because if Elvis doesn't, you know, feed back into the colonel, who knows how long he lives? Who knows where his career goes? He does world yeah. tours, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where this movie gets really sad, in my yes. opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, seeing a legend fall like that, mm-hmm. just to like all the drugs, like overworking that scene where... Mm-hmm. He like collapses in the hallway, mm-hmm. and like everyone's like concerned and seeing like Tom like, get, 
do whatever you can to get this boy to yeah, perform. Nick, I was like, dude, he things, just yeah. literally like collapsed. Yeah. Right, right. He should not it's perform. One girl that looks like his mom is like, yeah. if this was my boy, I'd put him in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was just like, it yeah. was sad to see his dad too. And he's like, mm. what can you do for him, dog? Like yeah. his dad didn't care because yeah, he was, was so like into the money. Yep. But then eventually he finds out um, <clears throat> that he is a scam artist, calls him out on stage. Yes. And uh, this is where I was like, okay, there's still a shot. Another great scene, right. yeah. And then great scene. he gets, you know, you owe me this money. And this is where, you know, Priscilla leaves and the drug mm-hmm. use starts getting really big. And Priscilla doesn't leave because she doesn't love him. Right. Priscilla right. leaves because of the drugs. She sees yeah. where Elvis is going and she doesn't want her daughter to see where he's right. going. Yes. Yep. And it sucks because obviously you have the choice yeah. whether you do drugs or not. Right. But it almost, in this point didn't feel like he had a choice. Yeah. Right. Because he loved performing so much, the only way he could perform the amount that he was yeah. like committed to from the colonel, yeah. you know, 16 days, 16 cities, 16 nights, or right. 16 yeah. cities, 16 concerts, 16 nights. Like, I mean, you're not yeah. doing that unless you have something right. in your body that's helping that's you helping that. get through it. Right. And so this, it sucks to see, you know, him go down because mm-hmm. in such a corrupt way. Yeah. yeah. And he really never had control of yeah. his career. Well, that's one thing too that... Uh, and maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but one thing that I just baffled me is I guess I never really knew how old Elvis was when he passed. Mm-hmm. And to you know, you see these pictures of him at the end of his life, and he looks so just rough and out of shape, and yeah. you know, just really bad. Yeah. Then you find out he was only 42. Right. Yes. And it's like, oh my good, like that's my dad's 52 now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Not to call you out, Dad. Sorry if you're watching. Sorry, Don. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like it's baffling that you know he was not an old man. No. Yeah. Well, and again, we've, we've said it a lot. Times have changed. I mean, right, right, right. A heart attack now isn't as lethal as it was as back it was in 1977. That is very true. Um, yeah. Not to say, like, you shouldn't worry about that stuff. That's not what I'm saying <laughs> no, at all. Weird, the culture buffs is not saying don't worry about heart attack. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it just sucks, um, mm-hmm. you know, at 42, right. seeing such an icon. And yeah. I've talked to, you know, people that were alive when it happened and, um, like, family members and friends. Yeah. And they said they just remembered it. It felt like the, the yeah. world ended. Yeah. Like, that's just how I'm iconic just this man was, right. the king right. of rock and roll. Yep. And I think... That the movie did a really good job at showing it. Um, they didn't show as much drug use as I thought they mm-hmm. would. Yeah. But you know the scene where Priscilla's like knocking down all the bottles. Yeah. You really see right. what's going right. on behind yes. the scenes to make this man perform yeah, every they night. They allude to it. And yeah. The idea that this is happening quite a bit behind the scenes. Yeah, and uh, it's just really sad. And then you have the scene where he's dropping off the daughter and him and Priscilla get in the car, which I think yep. is a really well shot scene as well. Yeah. yeah. Really emotional scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is basically the last we see. You right. know, he gets on the plane, and then it shows the highlights of him at his mm-hmm. you know last couple of concerts. Yeah. And they pass his way. But um, just your guys' thought on the ending, the overall you know last little while of this movie where it does take that dark turn. Can I say this before anything? I think the two like sad scenes were like when he was in his room and he had that random girl. And he was just like so on like drugs that like mm-hmm. he got the gun and was like shooting the TV like right. that was just mm-hmm. scary to see like yeah. people on drugs with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like when he meets Priscilla with their daughter and she's like, "Come on, like there's this place in San Diego for your arrest," and he's right. like, "I can't." Mm-hmm. And, and, and another and he says scene- promise for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. He just 
And, and another scene right towards that uh, end of the movie there that really got me, again, arguably one of my favorite songs by Elvis is Are You Are You Lonesome Tonight? Love that song. And seeing him perform that at the piano whenever his life is really, I mean, at its lowest point. You he know? was, like, struggling to, yeah. like, walk. I mean, and yeah, and up. just to, to see him just sitting in his dark room with the, the curtains drawn. You know, obviously on the other side of those curtains is Las Vegas. It's bright. It's beautiful. It's right. exciting. And, you know, to have the curtains drawn and be, you know, alone in your room and, you know, just sing that song, it just... Like it, it, it hit different, it hit different yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it, it's just, it's, it was a very moving scene, you know, I think that in the, the car scene with, with Priscilla, it was just, they, they really laid it on thick, like in a yeah. good way at the end to really make you feel those emotions. Yeah. You know, the and way that people felt at that that's, time. You know, when you talk about good movies. Yeah. Yeah, pulling at all these emotional Emotions, strings yeah. is definitely yes. helps make it a great movie. Mm-hmm. And they did a good job at showing like, and for the people that didn't like realize like how bad he had it or like mm-hmm. how south his life went, right? You get to watch this and you're like, man, he was like he was manipulated, like. Yes. Yeah. And at the beginning of the movie, where the colonel's like, people think I was the mon, you know, yeah. and then it right. comes full circle that he, he actually was, he was <laughs> you know, right? And it, it was, I think it was really mm-hmm. well written in that aspect. Yes. Um, and the direction was great, mm-hmm. but um. Before we get into our final ratings, mm-hmm. something I want to make a note on, too, is the soundtrack. Obviously, when you have an Elvis movie, you're going to hear Elvis songs. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I love that. I didn't like the new music. Tw- you know, they brought in a song right. where Doja Cat singing with it. <laughs> I didn't like that, not because I didn't like the music, right. but because I'm a big fan on like when it's a music biopic, or just in general, yeah. whatever the setting is, yeah. I want the music to be from, yeah. that time. from that time. Yeah. Like that if you're time. if you're that playing a, if your setting of your movie is 1977, you shouldn't be playing a song from 2011. Yes, and that's just <laughs> that's just how I think on soundtracks. I agree with that. But uh, so I wasn't a fan of that. But outside of you know those four scenes where they just you know insert like 2022 hip hop yeah. randomly into Elvis's biopic. <laughs> um, I thought the soundtrack was great. Obviously, you yes. know you got you got all the icons. You got Hound Dog. You got Jailhouse Rock. You got, yes. um, Burning Love towards the end, Absolutely. which was awesome. But um, the list goes on and on because yes. there, there's no shortage of number one hits. Mm. We know that because yes. there's a number one hit album. That's, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. That's you know full of songs. But it's um, like the Tupac movie where he has like an iPhone. It's like Buddy died yeah. in yeah. 1990. Right. You know? it, yeah, and it's that's more of an inaccuracy I would say than mine because obviously soundtrack is different. But right, right. but it's just something personally. Just a it's a personal. Right. Yeah. It's a personal yeah. preference. Right. And there's, it's there's not gonna make or break the movie. It's just. It's something right. I didn't really like. Right. Well, there's you know there's such a body of work from that time that you can you can pull from. I mean, oh, and I'm I sure it's not as easy as you think. You know, with licensing and you know yeah. songs and like mm-hmm. trying to get stuff you know so the, to where you can use it. But I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a multi-million dollar picture. Like, yeah. throw some songs. Just from saying, the time Stranger that, Things right. yeah. picks out songs from the '80s. Yeah. I mean, we no. we saw a few of the songs you know during his upbringing and during mm-hmm. the time where we. You know, he's at the hangout with B.B. King, yes. with Little Richard. Like, yes. I wish they would have shown more of those songs. More of those songs, yeah. yes. yes. Yep. You know, what, what was happening at the time? What, what does B.B. King sound like? <laughs> right, like exactly. You know, I couldn't show a little <laughs> yeah. bit of him in the movie. But um, let's get into the final rating. Out of ten, Berg, we'll start with you. Oh, man. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, the beginning of the movie, I, I was like, 
40 minutes in, I'm like, am I going to like this or not? And that's how I was. Yeah. And that's 100% the, how by, I was. By the end, they, they stole it for me. The last I, I two hours. It. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Literally the last two hours. <laughs> um, it's such a big time gap. The last two hours. <laughs> how long was this movie? Two and 40. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm going to have to rank it a high eight, maybe nine. I'm going to say I'm going to say. 8.8, 8.9. Okay, so you're leaning nine. you're leaning yeah. towards the audience score yes. on this one. Yes, it was which, very, very well done, yeah. in my opinion. In yeah. my opinion. For sure. Drew? So like you guys said, like the beginning, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. And like towards the end where he was starting to get fame, I started really like enjoying it. And like towards the end, I kind of felt like it was dragging on. Like I was just sitting there. I was like, all right, it's got to get close to the end, right? <laughs> Just in there, 20 minutes, 20 minutes goes by. Right. But it was good. I'm going to go 7-3 because that's okay. Berg's number. So he's on the IMDb rating system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been eight eight. if <laughs> it was like maybe 20, 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. Okay. See, I differ in that, though. For two hours and 40 minutes, I didn't feel like it dragged. Or drug or whatever we can use there, but um, which does tend to happen in a lot of movies that you know go over the two and a half hour mark. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, I would say the factors into my score is one: Tom Hanks was great, but I think they could have casted better. Just that, and I I I don't know how to word that without making it seem like a slight on Tom Hanks. It's not (laughs) at all. I thought he did great, but I just felt like. There was probably an actor, and I wish I could give an actor, but off the top of my head, I can't. Just not, can't, doesn't but come to mind, right? Austin Butler, I think, delivered an Oscar-worthy performance. Yes, so that, you know, boosted up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the soundtrack flaws took it down a little bit for me, but didn't impact it a lot. Yeah. And, um, but, and then the first 10 minutes hurt my head a little bit, so, you know, I knocked one off of that. <laughs> but I would say 8 to 8.5 for me. Yes. Probably close to an 8, so I'd say, like, probably in the 8.2 range. There you go. But, right. um... I mean, that's still a great movie. Oh, yeah. um, yes. And yeah. as far as, you know, like movies being released today, like we don't see as many no. that that get over eights. So, yes. So <laughs> that's true. To put it in that perspective, yep. um, although 2022 so far this year, from what I've seen, has not been terrible. Doctor yeah. Strange Multiverse of Madness was probably the worst movie I've seen this year so far. Yeah. I still, I still, still liked good, it. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, but like I liked the Black Fun a lot. This movie was great. Um Stranger Things has been great. Oh, that's TV. Um, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Critics didn't like it. We Us, did. The fans did. We did. Um, I would say it was better than Doctor Strange: The Multiverse Madness. Yeah, I like it. And then obviously there's still some movies that I need to see. Like uh, I need to see Maverick. I'm, I'm oh, slacking on I that one. I do too. I, that will probably. We're be sorry, guys. That we haven't done a Top Gun. Um, X. Review. I heard was decent. Men. I heard was decent. Um, I haven't even seen the new Scream, which came out in January. I was slack on that one, too, because I'm a big horror fan. But Minions. <laughs> oh, Rise of Groot. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a big one. But the next big <laughs> one for us coming up is going to be Thor. But, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, around an 8 to 8.5 eight for yeah. this one, leaning towards that 8. One thing also, just because I wanted, I love that they included this. One thing that bumped that score up a lot for me was the inclusion of one of my favorite videos of Elvis. Oh, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. One of my favorite videos of Elvis is whenever he's performing. I believe it's at the International. He's performing, and he's in the middle of a song, and he just 
stops singing the song because he leans down to kiss one woman. Yeah. And that turns into another woman. Yeah, another woman. And then he another. stops singing the song completely and just walks through the whole like first While Priscilla's there. Yeah. <laughs> While Priscilla's there, <laughs> which is messed up. Which is messed up. Super yeah. messed up. <laughs> just imagine your <laughs> husband's just making out but with every girl. That is one of my favorite videos of Elvis because it just like that is larger than life. You know? Yeah. Like, just walking through just kissing Oh, that's savage. Girl. Yeah, that's yeah. savage. And I think that they, them including that like that just like I love yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Like, great inclusion yeah, for that me. Was so that was one of my favorite scenes, too. That bumps us quite a bit for me, also. But. Yeah, definitely a great <laughs> movie. Um, things could have been better. Things could have been worse. Right. Um, won't complain at all. Um, and I'll definitely watch it again at some Absolutely. point. Oh, yeah, it's a long one, so it might be... Maybe I might wait till it actually comes. <laughs> yeah. I don't want, I probably won't go back in theaters. Right, I'll probably right. wait till it comes out on physical Streaming copy. Or... But, uh, Although the black phone I want to go see in theaters game, but that's only an hour and like twenty five minutes long, so that makes sense. All right, sounds good. (laughs) But um, but yeah. So anything else you guys want to add on Elvis before we wrap this thing up? The boy has some nice hips. So yeah, the boy's got the hips. Pause. (laughs) Well, that is it for episode fifteen. We thank you all for watching and listening. As always, make sure you check out the website at www.culturebubs.weebly.com. Follow the social links down below, and we will talk to you all soon. Peace.